Welcome to People of Dubai, also known as The Pod, with me, Holly. And me, Annie. This week we have a really, really exciting guest. I can't wait for this interview, Holly. How exciting! We have Ahmed Hafer. Hello. <laughs> I'm Ahmed Hafer, and I was told to sort of like introduce myself because I yeah. do a lot of things. Um, Ahmed Hafar, you know me as the voice of Dubai because my voice is a little bit spread around uh, the region and I also make a lot of cool music for brands, which is something that I found to be very exciting. I also am a stand-up comedian with my own special on Stars Play. I do a lot of emceeing and motivational speaking for events and hosting events. And at the same time, I am opening up a school that is the first of its kind while also running one of the region's biggest audio production houses in audio. Audio, which sounds a little bit boring because like audio production now, but it's actually pretty cool the stuff that we do because you end up hearing that stuff and be like, oh, that's pretty catchy. And thank, thank you for having me, by the oh, way. Oh, thanks for the introduction. Honestly, when you, we were obviously exploring everything you do, I couldn't introduce you because the list is endless and we can't wait to <laughs> I don't even remember the beginning part, so <laughs> I don't even know how you get through your day, but we're going to learn your tips and tricks. Why, thank you. Being an entrepreneur in Dubai. Voice of Dubai is, I think, maybe... The, the, the thing that people could really recognize, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. So can you tell us how that started and give us maybe a little voice? Uh, sure, I can give you a few voices. That's <laughs> completely fine. Uh, it started off with a boy who was 23 years old who found himself to be a managing partner of an audio production house who he wanted to succeed. I came up with an idea of me because some of the services or one of the most important services we sell in Mindloop Studios is uh, voiceovers. And I wanted to sort of like push the company on a different level. In order to do that, I'm like, um, hmm, that's our biggest cost. How do I save money? It's by doing it myself because I'm not going to pay myself. It's my company. So I decided to sort of like come up with like different tonalities and voices and go to clients and be like, okay, what do you need? And they'd be like, you know, we need an American male or uh, an Arab who speaks classical Arabic or whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I would sort of like find the tone that would suit the audience of that particular brand. And then I would create it. And to give you a bit of an example, when you think of McDonald's, when you think of Cobone, when you think of Nature Valley, when you think of Siemens, a lot of like American brands, it, they have a very like energetic, you know, like it's time to go for it, guys. And that's the kind of element that would go there. And then in the middle, around my normal voice, but with a bit of nasal, when I bring it forward, it's very kind, very transparent. And that would fit like just the kind of brands that want to deliver a good message. And then all the way down in my low tone, which comes all the way from like my literally my stomach is what is known as the voice of Dubai. That one has been used on a lot of announcements uh, throughout uh, Dubai and beyond. And uh, I'm going to show you how this goes a little bit. So this is a high tone. Download the McDonald's app and enjoy your work points. This is McDonald's. And it's just, you know, and obviously with studio effects and everything, it sounds a little bit cooler. But then I can go like, Nature Valley, be one with nature. And then when I go a little bit in the middle and it's like, Siemens and the UAE have teamed up for like a team like never before. I don't actually, people think like they remember. I don't remember the scripts exactly. I remember the announcements, but the scripts many people do. And then when I like, I don't know, go a little bit lower, uh, it's like sort of between mid and low. This is where I bring the mid and I bring the low. So I have that extra cushiness in my voice, but it's still somewhat in the middle. And then when I go all the way low, which is a very trailer-like voice, but it's also made for corporates in a way, 
you know me from like ads such as Talabat, order now. You know me as, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mall of the Emirates. Please keep your masks on and keep a distance of at least two meters. For whoever is watching on video and is looking at my face being silly, I actually have to do this just to let you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why is he having a seizure? I'm not, I'm fine. This is what I gotta do. To be honest with you, I have to say, talking to you and listening to you, you know like when you're, you don't know what to watch and you're like flicking through the TV and it goes to sleep like each different channel. Yeah. It is like it, that. It is a little bit like Kind of like you jump so much and you yeah. can change your voice so much. Yeah, it's like much. <laughs> channel four, channel five, channel six. So ever since I was a kid, I didn't really like learn stuff and I didn't want to like copy other people. So even my music, which I'll talk about later on, I just wanted to like create the whole time. Uh, I didn't know what innovation was at that age, but like at the early age of like 12, 13, I just wanted to create something, not to copy stuff. So when people be like, oh, okay, you, you play instruments, because I play guitar, I play bass, but mainly like uh, electronic music is what took my world because of the instrumentation that I got into. And like when someone's like, okay, do you know how to play this song? Do you know how to play that song? I'm like, no. And they're like, what do you do? I'm like, I just make my own stuff. And they're like, based on what? I'm like, how I feel. So that's what got me to make music for brands, which again, we'll talk about in a little bit. Can I ask, how did you get your name, Voice of Dubai? Did you create that or did no, someone no, go like... No, no, God, no. Oh my God, I'm not that pretentious. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm, not I'm the Voice of Dubai. God, no. I work with a lot of talents and I respect a lot of them and some of them with 20 plus years more experience than me. And uh, these people have been doing voices in Dubai for 20 plus years. So obviously on a technical level, right? But um, for me, it's like I started going viral. Uh, mainly, uh, I, I did a bunch of videos, a bunch people including Dubai lad and my own content later on started getting like half a million views 600,000 blah, blah blah just doing the voices and the media took immediate attention now I was already on the cover of Arabian business as early as 27 as the man who makes the best sonic branding the audio jingles for brands that was my first magazine cover and which was pretty good it's wow. like uh, sorry 26 uh, my bad 26 and that was before I got all the media attention but when I was on my first magazine cover and they wanted to really extensively cover my life story and uh, I was very honored. And from there, when the whole tonality started coming in, people started being aware of where I am being used uh, from the Dubai Opera, Emirates Airlines, and so much more. This is Dubai, a cosmopolitan city all the way in the sky with Emirates Airlines, and people know it. And when it started being used on, on, on those fronts, people were just very shocked that like, you know, this is a guy in his like mid-20s or late-20s. They put me on the cover of Friday magazine and then they titled me as The Voice Dubai, uh, Meet The Voice Dubai. And I thought it was I very, yes, I got, I got, I, people got hooked to it. And what was your like, I made it moment? Because I know you've like discussed, like we've, we've briefly discussed and we'll dive in a little bit more, but like your success and like you've kind of provided for your family. Like I'm talking like financially, you've been on magazines, you've like been known as the voice of Dubai. What was your kind of like, I've made it. Like I'm, you know, was it when you heard your voice walking around MOE or? Honestly, honestly, no. On the front of magazine cover? No, 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 none of those. The really? moment I knew I made it was when I was 16 years old and I got to be the composer for some of the biggest Lebanese names, uh, artist names like Nancy yeah. Ajram, Elisa Haifa Wahbe and people like that because of an audition that I wasn't even meant to be at. Uh, I was at by mistake because I was teaching other people music because I quit school and I needed to make money. And when I went to my father, the exact moment when I knew, I guess, as you're asking, is when I went to my father and I put almost his salary on, like, on the table out of three weeks' work 
when I was, yeah, 16 years old. My dad's Incredible. like, Incredible. Where, where'd you get that? You know, my dad's like, how'd you really get that money? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, you know, I, I made music for an important uh, studio, which is one of the most famous music studios for Arab artists in the entire Middle East. And uh, my dad was like, what? We've got so much to talk about. Let's do it. You, I couldn't introduce you because you've got so many different talents and well, areas of like businesses and yes. you know, things that you've just opened up. <laughs> Let's talk all about it. So where do we want to begin? Um, I think the most important thing is at this stage of the, of the, of the podcast for people to understand that horrible situations that happen in your life can also be unique opportunities. The unforgettable car accident that I had back in August, uh, August 2nd, 2012. I think it's good to talk about that for a minute. So listen, people, I had an accident uh, at the age of 17 and a half on August 2nd, 2012. We're coming back from Beirut to Tripoli, which are cities in Lebanon. And it's a long road, right? No one was intoxicated. No one was genuinely under any influence. I mean, I don't like shedding information i like sharing it i would say that my friend ahmed had a beer or two but it's literally nothing i've seen him drive on worse and uh, i was in the back seat sleeping Muhammad was just sort of chatting with ahmed and because of an unforeseen situation with the you know the electricity in lebanon no light being on that certain part of the highway at that time where it goes from straight to a left which ahmed knew because he'd driven on it many times uh, unfortunately on that night we fell from the bridge because of a horrible taxi driver with no backlight that's really it. But for us, we fell from the bridge and my best friends died and I survived. And my heart stopped for 46 seconds and came back to life without medical attention. And I also have a half written death certificate. Yes, you've heard that right. I'm not joking. You can Google my name and you can read about all of this and even see a picture, I think, in one of the articles on either Khalish Times or I'm not sure where. And what happened was no one understood how I remained alive. And uh, that was when I also went into a coma for a month and three days. And then I came back from the coma with a broken leg, broken back, broken left hand, a spleen that blew up in my chest, a machine that sounded like an airplane landing that was under the, the bed and around eight months of agony, knowing, learning how to play instruments again, how to walk again, a lot of physiotherapy. But what I can tell you is that I said goodbye to my best friends and I still speak about them as if they're in my heart because they are in my heart. To be honest with you, you're the only person I've ever met and heard of to basically come back to life. And I'm sorry if this is very, very no, invasive, no, no. but what was your experience? Like, do you remember being like in I a was, coma? Like, I was approached by actual religious figures okay. asking me very serious questions about the beyond. I'm not even joking. My mom respectfully told them to leave the room because I required the rest. And they have. But truthfully speaking, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. You either make it now or you live in whatever la-la land you choose to live in. But this is it. Whatever cards you've been dealt, you got to play it. I'm not the tallest guy, but I'm cute as hell. I found a way to utilize everything that was given to me, everything that I worked on and dedicated my life to be what I want to be not what people want me to be, not what my family wanted me to be. But to be honest, I got lucky because my mom, my dad never asked me to be anything other than myself. And that played a pivotal role in my life. And my mother wakes me up with a good morning. I love you almost every single morning without fail. If we've had so many like amazing entrepreneurs on our podcast. And one thing we discussed, and I think I can relate to it, like when you were talking about it, was... 
you basically went through trauma and yeah. they said that actually makes trauma makes an entrepreneur. And obviously like if you've got over that and you've recovered from that, basically you must always, and you always remember it and you talk about it still to this day and your friends, you're, you're very much like, I can get over anything. I can accomplish anything. 100%. But more importantly, don't be afraid of standing for yourself, standing your ground for what you deserve and to also stand for what you believe in and where your future is heading. On the rise of whatever you want, from financial to fame to whatever, any form of rise whatsoever, you will find the devils that are willing to or want to bring you down to their level, to stoop down to their level. And if you listen to those dark voices, I promise you there might not be another chance. So you have to make sure that if you're working with someone who is an abusive manager who just doesn't respect your time or your livelihood or anything like that i say get the hell out of that job i say get run away run away now figure yourself out <laughs> figure figure yourself out figure yourself out find a way there are 7.9 billion people on the planet if you can't find a way to sell each of them or at least a quarter of them a product that's worth a dollar then i don't know what the hell you're doing let, let me let me be honest yeah the market's very saturated worldwide but that doesn't mean new ideas aren't welcome what are you talking about the entire point of humanity is forward thinking and if you come up with a good idea and believe in yourself to come up with that idea in the first place then what are you really afraid of oh my god i failed again fail seven times there was a woman who's from the philippines or something lovely woman she kept failing in taiwan i honestly forgot her name she failed and failed and failed and failed as an entrepreneur and then eventually she came up with a simple cookie idea cookie shaped ideas back like 10 years ago whatever that would yeah. be exported on an international level whatever and out of all of the failures that she made that one idea without any investors by the way netted her a million dollars and uh, almost a million dollars in profit in the first year of opening mm. her i think fourth or fifth business Imagine this yeah. woman failed four times, invested money four times, went in head on four times, failed each and every time. And instead of being like, okay, this is it, she learned and she became a millionaire. I think that's where you need to really motivate yourself. It's kind of like, because no one else, is, you know, when you're down, you know, who else is going to pick you up, so to speak? This is the part of the show where I explain a little bit about the things that I actually do. So... Other than all the stuff that I said, I make like a lot of a lot of music for brands, which is a very big deal. Um, and I'll tell you why. I'm sure you've heard the insurance market. You've heard the ba ba barakat. You've heard the ta na 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 na. You've heard a lot of music that I've made across the Middle East. And if you by any chance are tuning in from around the world and you've been to a certain cool place, which I can't say the name of uh, on the podcast because we're in Dubai, but all I can say is the sky is not the limit. And if you know, you know. And uh, <laughs> if you know, you know. But mainly uh, the music for brands stuff and uh, doing the tonalities of my voice gave me a genius idea uh, around a year and a half ago because a friend of mine who is uh, now known as the current voice of Eva, surprise, came to me and told me that there was a big job happening uh, in a bank she works in. Uh, and uh, she wanted me to teach her how to do what I do. And uh, overnight, literally, Sunday, 7 p.m., I promised to meet her on uh, Monday at 10 in the morning. 
Sunday around 7 p.m., I started writing a program to help people become voiceovers. And at the same time, I included the relevant demos that would be uh, important for them to win work. And then I would connect them with the right people in the market within the Middle East itself, not just Dubai, because I know everybody and where to sign up online and how to win work and how to play with their social media to actually make it uh, functional for them to become a full-fledged voiceover. And the amount of people that had this dream and nowhere to go was astonishing. And now we're working on video and photography and launching by Q1 Amazing. or Q2 2023 officially with the assistance of the UAE government because they, let's just say, love the idea, which I'm insanely grateful for, by the way. But it's absolutely insane. This is big. And there isn't a single one like it. That's the best thing. And for anyone listening to this, I'm not making this up. Look this up. You won't find it. It's one-on-one, -on -one, custom-made, tailor-made programs for the creative media field that is the equivalent of the Rolls-Royce of education. Something that is truly tailor-made for each and every person. And when I get all the testimony, when we start with the marketing and everything, you're going to really hear about this everywhere. Like you have no idea the media planning that I have for this company once I'm launching it. What it is, we make people's dream literally come true. But what's more important, we make the money because we charge a lot. Our pricing starts at around $10,000, which I know is a lot for a three-month program, right? Three, four months program. But it's actually nothing. If it sets you up for your life, career. For life. life. If you actually was to we, divide that up. It's we not, we it's give them every yeah. single tool, every single connection. The teachers ex know exactly what they're doing and everywhere in between. And once we give them all of that, it's only them not doing it that's going to make them fail i think as well this just shows you and i was always told like when i moved to dubai like myself and annie have been in dubai for eight years it is the place where really yeah. you can do what you want 100 and you can be whoever you want dubai, if you have an idea and dubai literally back can back dubai, you what brought you to dubai after my car accident, uh, because so I quit school when I was 15. Uh, well, I was literally kicked out of school when I was 15. I failed what is known as brevet, which is a grade 10 or 11, whatever, twice. So it, in the French system in Lebanon, so like everyone's like, yo, yo, we got a French man. Let's get the voiceover guy to do the French. <laughs> so like, mais oui, j'ai pas français. Tout est bien. So basically, uh, brevet well, is <laughs> brevet is what you do that to graduate school, and then uh, and then second and then second back on back there is what you do to graduate high school and then you go into university i didn't even graduate brevet so i wasn't even out of like the initial phases of school this really leads to a good question we actually ask all of our guests and it's actually what would you say to your younger self close the door do your thing that's it that's really it i know it's very vague but that's what's beautiful about it it'll resonate with what you want it to resonate with and, and which part of your life you're in, which chapter in your life you're in. And a lot of people are like, don't compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 15. It doesn't work that way. Some people are unbelievably connected. Some people are incomprehensibly rich by, by birth. And some people have unbelievable advantages. And believe it or not, those make the biggest, pie, the, the biggest uh, slice of the pie. And what leaves, what's left for the rest of us is... Yes, a lot of focus and, and determination, all that, but you, people do not understand how tiring or exhausting or mentally and emotionally challenging it is to live our lives. They just see us with companies driving a Ferrari or whatever, thinking like, oh my God, this guy, blah, blah, such a show off, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but what like- What you had to do to get that- Exactly. Level and, of success and, and the idea, And the idea of humility, like, oh, you need to be humble. I don't understand that the way that people perceive that concept. I believe I'm humble, 
in my own way of just being honest, real, genuine, and not changing my character or who I am amongst most people. But at the same time, if I were to proudly say I own one of my dream cars and proudly say that I have accomplished one, two, three, that I couldn't have even imagined and whatever. And people are like, oh, you're talking too much about yourself. Well, if you're bothered by it, there's probably a kid who's 16 years old who's dying to hear this. So how about you shut up and let them hear what they need to hear? Because I was once that 16-year-old and I wish someone told me that. So instead of just thinking, oh, you just need to remain, what is humble? It's like, oh, so uh, what do you do? Oh, you know, this and this and this and that. But I've actually accomplished things way beyond people's dreams at an age where I had no idea I was going to be an inch close to that. And I'm just supposed to shut up about this? I'm supposed to not be happy and proud in my own way? I'll tell you when I'm not being humble. When I think I'm better than anybody. When I think I'm above anybody. When I think that I matter more on any singular level, even on a cellular level. That's when humility becomes ego in a different way. Of course I have ego. We all have egos. Whether we say it or not, we all have our own egos. But for me to look down upon someone who's from a different uh, nationality because I don't know them, no. I think everybody is equally nice and bad depending on who they are, regardless of where they're from. And that's why I really care about how someone would treat a waiter or whatever, whatever. Because that same waiter might end up become a millionaire and you have no idea. So don't treat him for where he is today. Absolutely. One thing we spent a couple of hours with you and one thing that I've really noticed like straight away is how generous and like giving you are, you give back. I have given to those who have abandoned me. I have given to those that have legitimately passed on the opportunities I've given specifically through work and work opportunities. I have passed quite a lot of opportunities to people that they just didn't look at. I'm the kind of person who always likes buying their friends food and uh, covering for them being like, ah, don't worry, this is on me. I do that more than you can begin to imagine. And that's one part I actually don't talk about or ever reveal a lot of details about. But all I can say is specifically for, for example, one of my latest uh, actual givings is the Jalila Foundation. And this one I speak of it because it's a big deal. It's a foundation by Sheikh Mohammed that helps a lot of people in and a lot of things from medical research to kids with cancer, you name it, they do it. Okay. And um, they they uh, reached out to me and said, listen, we understand that you charge. So for the music branding I do, I charge at least 100 to 150,000 dirhams as a package to create the music for a brand. So that's how lucrative that business is because of how niche and unique it is. And a lot of people do it. A lot of people do it across the Middle East. But I'm again, this is not ego. This is humbleness. I am if not one of the biggest, the absolute biggest sonic branding composer in the Middle East as of today. And I will continue to be that. It's not like, oh my God, I'm going to jump off. Why? Let me tell you why. 45 companies in the past eight years. You know how hard it is to make the music for a brand and make it work and make it famous? Do you know how hard that is? But anywhere you go, you go to Saudi, it's my music. You go to Lebanon, some of it is my music. Most of Dubai is my music. Portugal is my music. India is my music. You had no idea. The diversity of it. Have you listened to the music of Dubai Police? Sounds very serious, right? That's from the same guy who made the music for Barakat, which is a very playful company. And one of my newest right now, which I'll play very, uh, very like right now in a bit, which I'm, oh my God, excited about. It's unbelievably catchy. You have no idea. You have no idea. It's one of my best works. And I'm going to premiere it here with you guys because you guys deserve it. By the way, follow these guys. Yes, follow these guys. Take care of them. They're still new. They're still, they still want to grow. They still want to grow. And they come in with the right energy, the, 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 the right preview, the amount of effort that they went through. I wish you were with us in this room. If you're not watching, just to feel the vibe of these girls and how well they've protected their own sanity and mentality to build an actual plan as the 
entrepreneurs that they are themselves to actually deliver the right messages to the right people. So for anyone Thank who is you. very famous or very known who wants to be on this podcast, please reach out to them or accept their offer when they reach out to you because you got to help them grow, man. We understand that you're famous. We understand that you're big, but you're not better than anyone. So please give the small people who are still growing up in, in the actual media industry what they deserve because in real life, they're not small. They're quite big and so is their hearts. So give them that opportunity. Like we're having a moment. I'm just Thank you. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know this is how it should actually go. So can we hear a clip of your So I'm working I'm I'm working on a lot of brands right now and a lot of them are amazing. They really are. But the thing with the one I'm about to play right now, what's unique about it is that it's a brand that you all use and you all love who is growing beyond your imagination. And they're growing beyond your imagination because they understood what the market wanted and how to put it. The the brand that I'm talking about is no one other than Brands for Less. Brands for Less are a big deal. And the founder, yeah, they're amazing. And the founder, Tufik Radiyeh, is a man who really started from zero, who I had the distinctive honor to know his story on a deep level and who had uh, the ability to believe in my work a lot. And usually when you convince a brand you want to do its music, it takes you quite a bit, quite a few emails, quite a few meetings. With me and Tufi and uh, Ayman, who works with him as well as a partner, it was like 20 minutes. The meeting was 20. First time I met them in person. Just got it. 20 minutes. No, and like we're working on a lot more than just Brands for Less. That was the first one. But basically, I promised them something and I delivered on it. If I am allowed to humbly say this about my work, I over-delivered. I over-delivered and my God, I should have charged at least 10 times more. But no, no, I made them a million dollar Sonic, which is rare for a composer to say. It's truly rare. Guys, Sonic branding, you think of it, do, 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 I'm loving it. I didn't say McDonald's, you know what it is. That's where I got the idea to go into Sonic branding when I was as early as 20 years old. And it changed my career as an entrepreneur, as a freelancer, to be specific at that time. I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was. As a freelancer, that's what got me to, that. can you help me with the rent? To I pay the rent in advance in one check. Just making the music for brands. That's how uniquely positioned I was. So without further ado, this drum is, roll, <laughs> <roll>. this is <laughs> the so new exciting. Sonic branding for Brands for Less. I'm gonna play it a few times because it takes a minute to get into your head. One more time. It's very catchy. Can it's, we have it's one more, a, one more. All right, here we go. See, it starts digesting Stop in your it. brain. It takes a minute. And this is the song, which I want to give you an idea of. Check this out. Wait a minute, guys. Wait with us. There's a surprise coming. Oh. And this is the voice of uh, this is the voice of Noor Al-Halu, a professional singer who's a good friend of mine. Listen to this. We'll get you brands for less We'll give you all the best As we are brands for less As we are I That's your that. little preview You know what? That makes you smile so much I know, it's unbelievably Literally catchy awesome. Do you know what makes me think of it though? Like, you know the fountains I can see like <laughs> You know like in Dubai yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They start exploding up It is Like the yellow, yellow It is light. truly 
a masterpiece, if I'm allowed to say that about my own work. Because when I say it's a masterpiece, I'm not saying as the composer of the track, but like as the end user, as the listener of the track. And when I showed it to the team at Brands for Less, I'm just like, guys, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I already sold you myself like this. And the reason why I did that is because of how well I know what to do. But you had no reason to believe me. You had no reason to truly trust me with your own brand, regardless of my portfolio. Especially something you weren't even thinking about doing, right? It's not like they called me, it's like, hey, we're thinking. No, no, I just went, I literally just knocked on the that door. That will be used like on their new commercial, everything, in-store, everything, social, everything, 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 everything. And there's oh, also a song it. that's just for the IVR. So IVR is basically when you call them and you're waiting for someone to yes. pick up. There's a custom-made music just so that people can enjoy that and relax, same as I did with For Humanity and Rixus Hotels. Uh, shout out to Ali Ozbay, my very good friend, the vice president of uh, Rixus Hotels, marketing, vice president of marketing. And uh, because of him, my music, uh, because he believed in me, my music is now playing in every single Rixos on the planet. Uh, both, wow. uh, there's, I know, it's absolutely insane. It's actually literally insane when you think about this. If I go to Germany and I stay in a five star hotel, that's my music in the lobby, on the phone, and in their advertisements that's all insane. over the planet. You know when you say you have like a pinch moment that must be like quite a good one. that is in, look it is it is crazy but it also opened my opportunities for me it's a lot of people say oh you know i wish i had talents and blah 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 by the way you might you need to discover what they are for me it's i have too many talents and i'm too good at all of them so i don't really have the time to spread myself throughout like what do you pursue ahmed do you pursue sonic brand and music for brands all the time do you pursue new business uh, for your businesses do you just want to continue making businesses guys i have no idea I just want to do all of it all the time. And I, I just say, love it. You do it all and you want it all. I do it all and I want it all. Life's too short. You've experienced Way that. too short. Way too short. And it can it can run away in a second. See, everyone's focusing on becoming a billionaire and no one's focusing on how. No one's focusing on even why. What are you going to do with a billion dollars? Think about it. Like, I've held a million in my hand, literally. And uh, it wasn't mine, but I physically held it. And it's like just holding that amount of cash is literally in a bag, okay? And it's, it's, it's money to change that can change people's lives. And my friend whose money was for, was using it for, in my opinion, a silly reason, but it's his money and it's his right. And he didn't, I'm not gonna say he didn't earn that money, but the truth is he didn't. And uh, if he ever watches this, well, whatever, it's the truth. Sorry, dude, you come from a rich ass family, so I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna be honest. So- uh, Exactly, live your best life. But more importantly about that exact point and why I've mentioned this point is for one reason only. What I was holding in my hand that could weigh, uh, I don't know, maybe half a kilogram or maybe a kilogram and a little bit more is what could terror change people's lives multiple ways around. And you don't understand how people spend it and why they spend it. For me, I realized that the money is literally fuel. But if you didn't know where your destination was and if you didn't enjoy your destination, then where are you going? It's okay to just drive around. But at the end of the day, you're gonna reach where you're gonna reach regardless, even if you go back to your comfort zone. So enjoy that journey and don't make money your sole and only focus. Money will come when you do a great job. Money will come when you put your head where it needs to be. That's what entrepreneurship is all about. It's actually about helping others and growing. That's why I'm opening up a school. That, well, it's been active. We've had 61 voiceovers uh, graduate from us from literally zero on our- Incredible. Yeah, yeah. and we've had seven, uh, six people in audio so far, and now we're working on video and photography for the official launch. And what I'm trying to say is, what is the point of making all this money and all of that if you don't actually understand who you are as a human being? Because this entire exercise is trying to give you that. So when I got my first supercar ever, my Lotus Evora, uh, basically I went on a trip with a lot of supercars, which is um, like on a rally. And we went to 
this is a shout out to Danny, owner of Ninth Degree Experiences, for making that happen for me. Thank you, Danny. Love you. And we went um, from Dubai. We went to a hotel in Dubai. I forgot the name. It's in the Palm. And then uh, it wasn't Rick's house. Uh, we went there. And then we went all the way to uh, Ras Al Khaimah. And then we went to Fujairah. And then we went to Abu Dhabi, I think. And then we went back to Dubai. And, and you do that in your own car? Yeah, all of us. We were like 30 or 40 supercars. Lotus, oh, wow. Lamborghinis, Ferraris, you name it. We're all in like a row following each other. We all had walkie-talkies. It was the kind of things that I used to see in, in the movies. And you literally. And, <laughs> and I've always wanted to live that life. And I'm like, oh my God. And now, uh, unfortunately, because Ninth Degree Experiences no longer exists, uh, sorry, Ninth Degree Supercar Club, now I am in in the Supercar Majlis Club. And a shout out to Muhammad, thank you for having me. Love you, bro. Uh, I am now again looking forward to what is an absolutely surreal experience of just driving the motor of, of your choice that you love and that you have fought for. And being and always wanting to be in a red Ferrari now that I have one is just a dream come true for me. Not because, oh my God, I have Ferrari. No, I'm talking about what a Ferrari stands for. The drive, the innovation, the, 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 the speed of where it can make you, the standstill focus of who you are. Are not what the what the car truly represents. What not what people think of it. Why are Ferraris so famous, right? It's because they're designed in a way to be different. They're designed in every single way that is against what a conventional car is. So when I am very unconventional, people are like, "Oh, you're not a yeah," because I'm not a Toyota. You're talking to a Ferrari. <laughs> Drop the mic. Literally. <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny? I was literally I was because I have a vape in my hand. Whoever's listening, I was gonna grab the vape and be like. Like Done. literally, so Done. see, synergies exist when synergies exist and that's what matters the most. Please stop looking at people who have money or have made money as people you want to be. Be yourself and what you want to achieve. The money will come if it's meant to come. Some people are literally not meant to make money, but they're meant to change the freaking world. And I'm sorry if that's not enough for you, maybe curing cancer isn't enough for you, then I'm sorry you live such an unfulfilling life. It just so happens to be the things I do make me money. But in, in, if I make one major mistake, the more famous I get, the more the media has eyes on me. If I make one major mistake, and actually I could lose all of it overnight, guys. All of it. The businesses, the money, everything. Because the more money I make and the more famous I get, the more liabilities I'll have. The more liabilities I will have, the more money I have to pay on a monthly basis. The more money I have to pay on a monthly basis, when I cut off any of my revenue streams because I no longer think it's important for me because I'm bigger than that now, then I've shot myself in the leg multiple times and then I will lose it all. So do you understand? Whatever makes you money is giving you additional fuel to continue on a journey that you need to decide where you're going. I love that. Akhmad, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. You're so motivational. Thank you. And it's been amazing to hear your story, to actually meet the face of Dubai as well and to hear all about you. Look, there's there's a lot more to it. Look me up on Instagram and TikTok as Ahmed Hafar official or just write Voice of Dubai and I'll show up. Uh, there's other accounts that are called Voice of Dubai for some reason. Right after I was named that, by the way, they got like a few hundred followers. I don't even know what they do, but whatever. But look me up on social media because I'm planning. I'm trying to be more active there. I have a team that's going to handle my social media now. I have two people. Uh, I have a PR agency of my own. I have a, a talent agency. If you want to reach out to me for any of my services across my companies, you can reach me through Mindloop Studios, through my team, or you can reach me through my social media and I will guide you to the right people and you can help me in that. But obviously, this is not just about me, guys. This is about the podcast I'm on. The people who are 
putting their heart and time and actually making things happen in their life. Anybody can get a few mics and a bunch of guests and call it a day. But the vision and the absolute idealistic situation to have two very pretty, very smart, and at the same time, very welcoming girls be the face of That's something. Us, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> be the face of what matters is what's important. So this one, guys, is for you. It's my little goodbye gift. And I'm going to leave you with a little voice. What makes a message important? What makes you sit down and listen to people talk for hours and hours and hours? What puts you in the seat of an F1 car wanting to go as fast as you can with the knowledge of those that could? Today on this podcast and with these lovely girls, we have the future of media in the UAE and beyond. Their message is still small but it will continue to grow the same way you grew. Once a child is meant to be something, they will grow up to be who they are meant to be. Once they put themselves forward, they will understand just why and when they accomplished the first and most important thing that they were thought out for. And that's why on this podcast, many incredible things will happen and many important people will share their messages. This is Ahmed Hafad, known as the Voice of Dubai, signing off. Check them out. We love that. We love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for speaking with us, Ahmed. It's been great to put a face to a voice and hear all about your story. So thank you for sharing. We hope you listeners all enjoyed our first pod episode. To follow us on socials, Instagram or TikTok, please go to the underscore pod XB or you can email us with any suggestions, questions or if you'd like to feature on the show to hello at thepodxb.com. We look forward to bringing you some more episodes. Stay tuned.